Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Lego with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. Hi everyone, I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. Was that normal, Jenny? Did I sound normal? I feel like I sounded pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> Good for me. Good for you. No, I mean, if if you all follow Joanna on social media, you've probably seen that she's been going through a lot of medical stuff this week. And we wanted to bring you all up to speed because you're our listeners, part of our community, and pretty much familia. So, sin pena, we wanted to let you know what's going on. So this week, uh, I went for a routine removal of a cancerous spot that was on my face. Um, and it turned out to be a much worse tumor than we had expected. But thankfully, I am now in literally the best hands in the world. And after some procedures and surgeries um, over the next year, I'm going to be brand spanking new. I'm going to be like, Mm, look at that, Joanna, that scar is hot, and she's looking spry as fuck, is what I'm, <laughs> is what I'm hoping. <laughs> but, you know, it's been really hard because although I'm, you know, and tomorrow I have my, my meeting with my oncologist just to make sure that all the cancer is out and that we're, we're looking at a recovery versus uh, more treatment, um, there's something to be said that that has sort of shocked me and, and Jenny, you've gone through like uh, illnesses and chronic illness, but I'd never been in a situation other than my uh, arm surgery when I had to like basically reconstruct my arm because I had a really bad bike accident. But other than that, I I've never felt defined by my health. Like I never felt like my identity and my personality was sort of cloaked in this identity of like, cancer or tumor or, you know, uh, skin cancer. Like, you know, I go into this hospital, which is a, a cancer hospital, and I I can't stop trying to be funny mm -hmm. with everyone I meet. Because I'm like, I, I'm not I'm not my weird can face cancer. Okay, I'm like this comedian. And in every turn I, I make, I just try to make it make it about me being a person, not about the illness or the disease. Um, And this is one of the reasons why I can't step away from, from hyphenated because this is part of who I am and I, I refuse to not be who I am. So over the course of the next few weeks, I'm going to be around, but there might be a few weeks where I can't be around because I'm getting stuff done on my face because I have a hole in it. <laughs> 
Um, but that doesn't mean that hyphenated is going anywhere. And that doesn't mean that this is going anywhere. We want to tell our listeners that no matter what, like this is still here and this is still a place to not feel alone. And I need it to not feel alone. Um, so while we accompany you guys as you wash the dishes or as you go to the supermarket, or I don't know when you listen to this, guys. I don't know what you do in your free time. Uh, I feel accompanied knowing that you guys are around and I feel accompanied knowing Jenny is around. So that's that's my inspirational speech. What did you think about it, Jenny? <laughs> I'm I'm fucking inspired for sure. I mean, it's when you talk about a part of your physical well-being and associating it with your identity, that's something that I've had to question early on when I got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, which eventually became Crohn's. And But I've been like doctor hopping for as long as I can remember because I've had medical issues since I was 19, but it really... Mm -hmm you know, became severe with a lifelong chronic illness with no cure um, in 2015. And just like you, I am that person cracking jokes every time I'm about to get a colonoscopy, <laughs> which is every two years until I die. Uh, and I'm like, all right, let's look up my butt. So it's like finding the humor and just, uh, and it's, it's, it's hard to even express because for me, I'm I'm an emotion-based person and then it's very difficult for me to verbalize it unless I write it first. But I've learned a lot from my fellow uh, disabled and chronically ill friends in terms of allowing it to be a part of who you are and a part of your story and it doesn't take away anything from you. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel it even now where, it, but it's almost sort of like a shock because claro. it's like, Oh, I thought I, I thought I knew what I was and what I had to deal with, and then life comes and slaps you in the face and says, "Just kidding!" Like here's something new, and it, it it's tough because I I try really really hard to be um brave and like strong, and I I think I am, and I, but then there's sometimes where I'm just like, wait. Can I have a moment? <laughs> yeah. Can I absolutely. just like catch up with what's going on? Because, you know, I'm so relieved that it's looking like I'm going to have a complete um, recovery. And that is that is a, a godsend. I, I mean, I don't believe in God, um, but <laughs> I feel uh, very lucky that in the right hands, which is where I am, mm -hmm. like I, I, I hopefully I'm going to be fine. Um, so I feel this weird guilt, right? So it's like, well, if I'm going to be fine at some point, even if it takes a year, like how, how dare I victimize myself or how dare I feel sad or how dare I feel overwhelmed? And like, you know, I, I have a hole in my face that I don't know how I'm going to look like, you know? And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm being so vain. I shouldn't care about what I look like. Like I, mm -hmm. but then it's almost like it's so difficult to like love yourself sometimes. Mama, I completely, you're going to make me cry now. 
Uh, um, I've been there. I'm still there. You're a human being, Joanna. Yeah. And I understand that guilt, believe me, because I believe in God, right? But then I have a problem sometimes with prayer because I'm like, why am I praying? People have it so much worse than me. Yeah. Why does God care about my colon when there's people that have no colon? <laughs> there are people with bags hanging out of there. That's true. But I mean, like there's people that have J pouches and and that's something that I've had to think about. Like what's going to happen if I end up with a J pouch and how am I going to handle that? Am I going to get cast in anything? Um, yeah. So I completely understand that guilt. I understand the vanity <laughs> of, oh God, is my husband going to still love me if I have a pouch hanging out of my stomach where my crap goes into you know and yeah it's you are valid in your feelings it you it is okay to be scared it is okay like again this is just raw human emotion and then you're so self-aware like god bless you you're so self-aware so you're like feeling these things but then you're like oh my god joan i'm being vain and oh why you know there's always going to be someone who has it worse i think as, as someone with a platform like yours, because I, I, it took me a while to be open about my stuff in terms of, of medical because, again, the industry and our upbringing and don't say what's wrong with you kind of thing. But if, if I can share any kind of advice with you, it's that use your platform to spread awareness on how this yeah. happened to you. And I know we were talking about it before we started recording, which is... To, to let our audiences know how important it is to get checked. And not only that, but understand that doctors are human beings who also make mistakes. I've been misdiagnosed countless times. I could have died mm -hmm. once from a misdiagnosis with my appendix. Yep. So if you want to talk I, a little on that, I think it'll be really great. I think so. Well, when I, you know, I was really struggling because I still have work and I still have stuff I need to do. And um, I was like, I need to let people know what's going on because this is this is something that's going to mark the rest of my life. Like this is not a uh, the flu or whatever. Like this is this is something that is going it it is defining me in a way that I couldn't even imagine before. Truthfully, um, so when I had to announce it the only thing I could think about honestly doing is just also informing people on what to do to avoid this. And it, it was weird because I felt angry sometimes when people would respond to what I post and say, well, you should have worn more sunscreen or like, well, see, that's why I get checked every year. And it's like, guys, yeah. I got checked every year. I wore sunscreen. In fact, I saw this weird thing on the side of my face in July and I went to the doctor and that doctor did not think it was a good idea to biopsy. And the only reason I got a biopsy again is because I advocated for myself. Mm -hmm. And I went back and I pushed to get it bi biopsied. So this, I don't know how much worse it would have gotten if I hadn't had gone back. And the only reason I went back, truthfully, and the only reason I... I was like, I, I, let's just be sure and biopsy this is because my grandma died of skin cancer. And I know what happens when you, when you don't advocate for yourself. So not only do I push people to wear sunscreen to take care of themselves, but to see any changes in your body. And if you feel strange about a change in your body, push to get it checked out. 
no matter what the doctor says, if you are feeling fear or not sure, ask more questions and push to get more answers. Um, And it's for that reason that I was able to remove this thing and hopefully be on the path for this to not happen again. But, but I got to say, like, I, I feel so blessed that I, I have people in my family that know doctors, can, specifically cancer doctors. And now that I am in the best hands possible, because if I didn't have, if I didn't have the resources I have now with my doctors, um, with my surgeons, with my, my, my oncologist, with my dermatologist, I would feel lost. I would feel so lost. And on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I felt completely lost. I had a literal hole in my face, exposed muscle, not sure if the cancer was out. I couldn't eat. I couldn't smile. I couldn't. And I did not know what to do. I literally felt panic and that like everything I thought my life was, was no longer And it's incredible how the moment you feel trust in someone who takes care of you, that fear melts and you feel like you can just dedicate yourself to getting better. And another thing I've learned is I've never talked to my siblings this much. I've never talked to my parents this much. My grandpa, I haven't seen him in a year because of COVID. I mean, I talk to him every day since then. It's sort of refocused my energy towards where I get the most energy, which is the people I love. Mm -hmm. And I hope that I take that with me during this journey. And then after I fully recover, keep that with me. Yeah. That's very powerful. What you just said, you know, cancer does that to you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it makes you wise. Look at that. <laughs> I've gotten wiser. I've, uh, I, you know what else? I used to look in the mirror, Jenny. I used to look at my face and I used to be like, God, I hate my lips. Oh my God, my nose is so, ugh. I get, and now I'm like, as, as soon as I get my cheek back, I'm the hottest bitch around. Like, <laughs> give well, me a I'm cheek. I'm glad that this put things into perspective so that you can realize how hot you truly are. Oh my god, <laughs> honey! Yes, I just want to like. I'm gonna have this little. It looks like a little face diaper. I'm gonna have this face diaper on for like about a year, and then afterwards, I take this face diaper off. And honey, girl, like girls, boys, everyone is just gonna be like, "Look at that cheek! Look at that quilt cheek! It's hot. It doesn't really fit the rest of her face, but gives her personality." Mm-mm-mm. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. There was a there was a moment in time that I was afraid they were going to take my ass skin and put it on my face, and I'm like, I'm going to be a butt face, like truly, literally a butt a face, gold mine for a comedian. <laughs> 
but apparently it, it I asked and it's not the same skin, so it won't look good. <laughs> well, I mean, thank goodness for modern science and technology. Oh my god. You know? The the it's crazy. Dude, do you know what I have literally sewed into my skin right now? What is it? It's like this weird cellulose that's made out of shark cells. What the I'm I'm like one percent shark right now. You are totally a shark. I'm such a freaking shark. You can uh, sell like cars that, now. A, I can sell shark. Yeah, I'm that type of shark. I'm the I'm the <laughs> car dealership shark. <laughs> <laughs> El tiburón who like steals tu pareja bailando merengue. I'm that type of shark, not the actual shark. Like underwater yeah. predator. Yeah. <laughs> That's freaking wild though. Yeah, man. I'm I'm we're trying to see if my body accepts it and sees how it and sort of check and see how much I don't know, it's not really skin I can build because it's pretty much all muscle there but how much i guess it's skin i don't know what base of a skin i can create before i can get surgery Mm -hmm. and um it's just so amazing that like i wonder who was the first person to be like you know what this is a really bad wound cut up that shark let's just try (laughs) something let's just cut this shark up and put it on the (laughs) it's really sad that smiling and eating hurts because like what is the point Do you think that this is going to make me like be more mysterious? Because I smile too much. Like I smile to everything and everyone all the time. That's why masks have been so hard for me is because like I just smile all day. Mm. Um, and but now I'm, I kind of can't because it hurts. So maybe I'm just going to be like mysterious now. People are going to be like, wow, what is she thinking? Is she nice? Is she cheerful? Because like I smile so much. People always ask me for directions no matter oh, where I am. That sounds like a nightmare. It's kind of awful, but I kind of love it because I get to talk to strangers, which is one of my favorite things to do. Oh, bless you. You would love my neighborhood. People talk to me way too much, and then I pretend I'm on the phone. So oh, my God, really? Me. I'm. People think I'm like this really cheerful. <laughs> As I cackle in my villainous laugh. Look, I love I love people. No, Joan, I'm so scared of you laughing this hard. I'm holding my cheek down. Okay, it's okay. Please hold it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, I love people, I do, but then there's an introvertedness about me that I'm just kind of like, don't, unless I'm in the mood, I don't like talking to strangers, mm. mostly with my name, na- I don't know, man, I don't know what it, sometimes I'm in a really neighborly Mr. Rogers mood, and other times I'm just like, Lydia Dietz from Beetlejuice, I just want to talk to dead people and <laughs> hide in my closet and just do nothing in the darkness, so I'm a weird, I just, I don't, I make no sense to myself. So, and my husband's worse because he's an actual introvert. He's like, the people here are too nice. They're always <laughs> talking to me for no reason. And I'm like, well, that's the West Coast. That's the West you? Coast for you. You guys should come to New York. We people did. are really, uh, yeah, I know you said that you love to hear. People yeah. are really real here. Yeah. Um, But they're not <laughs> really that real. nice. I mean, they're not, they're not that nice, but. I've I've been like I don't know if it's energies in the world the past week everyone's been the kindest human being to me I don't know if it's because I have an enormous bandage on my face and people are like this poor girl (laughs) I wonder what happened to her or if it's just good energy I don't know what it is but I've I've been everyone's been so nice and I'm I'm like really sensitive to the point where any element of human kindness makes me like cry like a guy just held the door for me and I was like (laughs) 
Thank you so much. This is so kind of you. And he was like, okay. I mean, I would cry too, shit. People are dicks these days. Like, there's lack of empathy everywhere. I know. So when someone does something nice for me, it's actually like, whoa. But I mean, I'm kind of used to it now because, yes, if you're from the West Coast, if you're in LA and you think y'all are bad here, please visit Miami for like a week. Thank you. Uh, for coming to my TED Talk. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. You know, it's interesting, and like to tie this back up to, you know, medical stuff. Yes, yes. Is yes. how um, my new doctor, like my new surgeon and, and my new oncologist and my new dermatologists like they're like the kindest people and it it almost like doesn't matter like of course it matters to me that they do their job correctly of course and but i kind of know they'll do that Mm -hmm. and now i i really and i want to make an episode about this in the future i want to compare doctors here to doctors in latin america like this the whole Mm. like medical system here and how you relate to doctors here is so different than what I went through back home. It almost feels that the medical world strips you of your humanity and it just makes you your condition. Yeah. And I just like now picking doctors, I'm like, I need to see you as a person and you need to see me as a person because I'm not this. I'm not defined by this. Yes. And doctors without ego, because I can go on about that one. Oh, God. Um, I think, you know, I'm very grateful to doctors and everyone in the medical field, but um, especially as a woman, it is known fact. I mean, I have a friend who's a doctor. Uh, he's, He's an ER doctor, and he's admitted that in the past, in med school, it's a known fact that women are just taken less seriously. Yeah, um, no, it doesn't surprise me. I know. I'm like, <laughs> surprise. Uh, you know, we have to advocate for ourselves 10 times more. It's always, you know, people rolling their eyes at you. Oh, you're just emotional or it's your hormones or some shit. And I've, I've proven so many doctors wrong. And then it's not just me. If you go on Twitter and you follow a couple of, you know, disabled, chronically ill activists and you read about their story and how it how long it took to get diagnosed, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it had to do with doctors not believing in you, not believing you Um mm-hmm. And you just having to hop from doctor to doctor until you found the right person. Yeah, a, a right person that trusted you. Which yeah. I, you know, I had a really severe surgery at 21 because I, I, 
I broke both my elbows, but I broke my right elbow so badly that th- there was like no way it could heal itself. It oh was like, God. no, we're going to have to go in there and put a plate and a bunch of screws in there because you just fucked this up real bad. And that night before the surgery, it was like a seven or eight hour surgery. Like it was a long ass surgery. Uh, I was in the most pain I've ever felt in my life. And no, and they were like, we gave her all the pain medication. She should be fine. It's like, we can't give her more. And my mom was like, are you sure? Cause like she can't even talk. So I slept, didn't even sleep. I spent the whole night in pain. The next day the doctor came and he was like, oh my God, they programmed the machine wrong. <gasps> you were not getting the, the right dose of, of pain medication. Oh my God. This, the entire night. And I, and I I was trying to tell them like I don't think this is normal I'm I'm I feel like my my arm is going to explode and they they had messed up and they were not listening to me and you know I I even then I didn't really learn my lesson because I I should have pushed in July to to, to biopsy this yeah but don't but trust don't it. be hard on yourself in that case that's true so. that's true that's true you can't you know what this is another thing that we should conclude for today is like do not blame yourself mm-hmm. especially if you're you know ever, we're all doing our best to keep yeah. ourselves healthy and like yeah i shouldn't yeah. Have, i shouldn't have done that i my my husband's telling me like don't don't blame yourself like you keep on yeah. blame i'm like you went when, to the what? doctor is the thing too you did i go, went twice but that's exact that's what happened this is not your fault and i know it's hard because yeah. we always want to blame ourselves it's so much easier to blame yourself because it's course like it oh it's I, it's like oh i know the cause it was me it's it's just a confluence of factors, but, but that's it's why been I think it's so important. exhausting. That yeah. no matter, like, if you feel like there's something off, I really do implore people to get it checked out somehow. No, yeah, you cannot have pena, I'm telling you, especially no, women. This is not the hair pena. salon. Que migdalia te corta pelo malo. And, and then you're, you're too embarrassed. And then you go home and cry to your husband about the bad haircut. And then you get it fixed the next day at, at another hair. No, this is your health. You could literally die or get severely screwed up inside. If so, you don't yeah, take care of yourself. Yeah, you, you know need what I mean? to speak up. You need to speak up. You need to defend yourself against doctors um, because they're they're human beings at the end of the day and they have and they will make mistakes. Yeah. And that's and that's, you know, that's human nature is to err. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, this was a I, you know, I was so tired. I was like, I don't think I'm up for this. But the moment I connected, like, <laughs> I, you put a microphone in front of me and Jenny Lorenzo in my ear. Just like, Yo, what's up? <laughs> Yo, I'm good. I'm hanging. Oh, my God. My mom just arrived. Mommy? Oh, my God, please. Hola. Say hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is probably my cue. I have my my nurses arriving to take care of me and cook for me so I don't have to. I bless. Ooh. I'm so glad that you're being taken care of. I am glad yeah. that you're going to be okay in the end. But for you and anyone else listening who's going through a temporary medical journey, it's okay to feel everything you're feeling. Mm-hmm. It yeah, is 110% valid. This is new. Yeah. You got to go through it. Crack all you the gotta jokes. You got to feel it. You got to feel it too. Sometimes your body... And your emotions react in ways that you don't expect and you have to give yourself that space yeah. to to acclimate and feel okay. 100%. And with that in mind, I'm not going to go anywhere. I mean, I might take a little break here and there when my 
my surgeries are are coming up, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to go anywhere because this made me feel so much better already. Good. So yeah. get ready. Get ready to listen to more hyphenated. <laughs> you, you beautiful, beautiful listeners. And if you want to email us, we don't really have a prompt, but if you want to email us and just like say hi, <laughs> I love getting mail. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Hyphenated at pitaya.fm. Hyphenated at pitaya.fm. Write us anything. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego.